Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, and welcome into the Penny Bloom Podcast. Today, we continue with Director Spotlight for a director which we have already covered the entire filmography of, Wes Anderson. His filmmaking career continued when he released two stories from the... Sh- ah, I already fucked it up. From the shorts of Road Doll, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, and The Swan. I'm Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? That was amazing. I I was not ah. expecting that whatsoever. And then. That- I don't know. That's kind of kind of came to me. You, that's the thing is that you have a have a talent for speaking fast, actually, and that was you even messed up. And I was thinking, like, like if I tried to do that, I I would not even get three words in before I fucked up. But I was like, I, when I was watching, I'm like, man, these these people know how to talk pretty fast. Like, oh, it's actors, impressive. Like, um, I don't know, just, just doing that West talk, but um. But yeah, I think oh it's God. it's West talk and then it's turned up to ten. Like this is a this is a whole other level. This was this is a whole other level. Yeah, I know they were they were zooming zooming through. Nah. Um, this was these were some shorts indeed. I don't know they were had to be concise and quick. Yeah, but, no, I mean like you could argue that if they talked at a normal pace, I mean the wonderful story of Henry Sugar probably could have been an hour, maybe an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, it would be really cool to see like the full movies made on these um mm. you know like just if if they were extended out to the the normal times um i feel like wonderful, fascinating like, yeah henry sugar is the closest to actually being able to be like a whole movie yeah. I, I this one is is much more short like i mean it is 17 minutes compared to what the 40 yeah 49 or oh, okay it is just 40. 39 closer to oh, okay okay i knew i thought there was a nine at the end but i was like 40 was it really 49 minutes it didn't feel that long yeah okay um but i don't know i thought i mean another some great additions into the west universe uh we, we got benedict cumberpatch which i think slots in like a glove oh um, man he fits in, this in shit huh mm-hmm. yeah no he he killed it he killed this shit and i'm glad that that we're getting more of him in and poison uh still just i don't know another 17 minute one it seems but yeah the next couple the wonderful story of henry sugar is the only one that's a little bit more extended the other two Mm. will be the same length as the swan Mm. which all written by ronald dahl is yeah rolled Dahl. yeah rolled oh there's no n oh didn't see that Rolled. Yes, they're all from the same. I think they're all from the same set of stories too. Like it's the same okay. book. Because I think um, Fantastic Mr. Fox is written by him. It um, is. It is indeed. Mistake. Is that the? Is that it in the West filmography that's written by him? Would be these shorts and Fantastic, or is there anything else? That would be it as far as Wes's filmography is concerned. But this, like, uh, it was fat. Like because of. 
you know, uh, the fan- fantastic Mr. Fox, as soon as Ray Fine shows up in the first one, I like immediately mm. knew he was supposed to be rolled doll. Um, oh, really? because he modeled Franklin Bean in Fantastic Mr. Fox after Rolled Doll huh. with like the sweater and the, <laughs> you know, the hair and the okay. way he was sitting with that thing above him was okay. the same as, uh, Mr. Fox, uh, Mr. Fox whenever he's making the plan. Yes. With, yeah, I was yeah. thinking about that. I was like, oh my God, this is kind of like whenever he's breaking it down and he's like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, be quiet here. I'm talking. Like I'm giving my yeah. lecture here. Say more um, than okay. This is an honor, you know. Like a yeah. He, I mean, he instantly looked like a writer. I mean, dude, oh, dude yeah. had that cardboard tube. Yep. And and then the the little wooden platform. I gotta get me like a set of. Oh, like, I don't know. I that was. That. I want that for that a podcast. So, I just want like I, a chair where I can. I know. I could eat on that. I could draw. Right. I, I would could change my life. Laptop. I don't know. Every you could do everything on there. Um. And you could take it anywhere. I feel like you could even put that tube like on your lap, and then even put the wooden platform like on your mm. bed, even or so. I don't know. Anyways, um, that room was super cool. And yeah, seeing Ray Fines, Ray Fines. That's yep. that's. I don't know. I gotta gotta get that stuck in my head. But man, no, he was he was pretty awesome in these. And I guess the only the only thread through them all, the writer. Um, yep. But really cool, like the the medium we're going through like seeing through i guess with this one we're seeing through the writers characters oh it's respect reading it's fascinating because even the character himself will begin to narrate as though he's the writer like even henry sugar would refer to himself as he Mm -hmm. every once in a while yeah it did break like both of them broke I guess like the hierarchy. I don't know what to really call it, but like the the fourth wall, whatever they were in. Like even mm. um, little little Peter would like take the role of uh, another kid, or um, yeah, or like yeah, like it was. I don't know. They they weren't always just themselves, which was interesting. Um, oh man, I uh, I watched I watched them both twice now. Mm-hmm. Me as well. Um, I did and. I'm feeling really, really, really good about them. Um, I loved mm. the wonderful story of Henry Sugar specifically. Um, oh, it was pretty sweet, dude. Oh, dude, I love it. I mean, I and the second time I watched The Swan, I liked it even more than the first time I watched it. But uh, mm. what do you say we uh, we discuss the wonderful story of Henry Sugar? How about it? Oh yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, um, Benedict Cumber. I don't know all the different names people call him. Yeah, I think Benny Balls like- Cumberbun. Yeah, you can just basically say anything that's kind of close, um, yep. and and you'll get there. Uh, but no, I, he oh my god! Like I was worried that I was like only gonna be able to see Doctor Strange just because that's just what I know him as so much, and like oh, yeah. oh my god, he just took off. Like I don't know, he was just not Doctor Strange. Whatsoever. More Sherlock than Doctor Strange in this bad boy. It's true, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, and uh, Gambly. You know, if 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 Sherlock mm. was just. Uh, I don't know. More of a money instead maker of meth. instead of a crime solver or heroin. Um, instead yeah. of heroin, it's gambling. That's true. Uh, that's he was the, addicted to heroin. That that was true. Entering um, his mind palace by staring at the flame at sixteen mm-hmm. inches away from his face and stuff. You know, pretty uh, cool. Pretty cool mythology. Um, oh, dude, I like I like the story. I think this is a, and I love the way that they've decided to tell it. You know, I think that. Mm-hmm. Stretching this into the movie, stretching this into a movie is very possible. Um, I, 
100%. In fact, oh, I yeah. think it would make a really, really good movie. But something that works towards these shorts is the incessant urgency and pace with which they are told. Yeah. It almost, like... Emily, when we finished watching The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, she said, that's my favorite Wes Anderson thing. Wow. And I was oh. like, that's, I mean, not for me, but I mean, I, I loved it, but oh. it wasn't my favorite. But like, it's that incessant pace kind of keeps you glued to That's it. True. That is um, true. It, I mean, because you can't really miss anything. Like, it's no. like there's so much packed. You in look there. down for five seconds and they've made leaps in the story. Yeah. You know, like it's uh It's a lot that happens. And that's a wonderful little cast they had in the wonderful story of Henry Sugar as well, starting Mm -hmm. with Ray Fiennes and then the Mm -hmm. transition over to... Writer into the character of... Mm -hmm. of, Well, so did Rold? What? What's his... Yeah, Rold Dahl. Rold Dahl. So Rold Dahl wrote the... or is Hen- no Henry's real? Henry's the. Wait a minute, because then Henry reads the book of the Doctor that mm-hmm. then meets with um, what's what's him dot com? Yeah, meets with him, and then and then we get his first accounts with meeting um Yogi. Yes. So that, there's the onion there. Is that the is that the furthest in the onion we go? Is yes, and then it unwinds back to Imdad Khan, back to uh, ZZ, and then back after to Henry Sugar after twenty yeah. years of doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay, no, he tells his secret to the doctor. Yeah, and then that's he puts it in a book, and then that's how Henry Sugar picks it up. Yeah. And then he reads that, instantly changes his life, knows what he has to do, wins 30K in a night, and then is like, all right, I got to change. I, well, actually, he didn't fuck with that at first. That was, I don't know, I think that's my favorite scene, actually, whenever he was like, he won, and he was like, I don't know how I feel about this, actually. Woke yeah. up, and he was like, I'm going to give it away. You know, and like, Starts and then throwing you get, it from the balcony. Yeah. And then, like, you're like, hey, it starts off pretty nice, and then it's calm, and then he just <laughs> World War III. The violent clamoring below. Like, yeah. I, yeah, like, can you, I mean, like, damn. I, I don't know what, what city he was in. I don't know if they mentioned that. Um, I mean, it's 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 England. I think it's London, specifically. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, pretty populated. Like, mm-hmm. someone threw 30K up in the air, like, it's going down. Like, yeah, yeah like, it's. It's gonna it's gonna get dangerous, but very quickly. I loved um I loved um Ray Fines as the policeman running up yeah. to him and being like, You fucking idiot. You know, like you you rich piece of shit. You don't know what it's like at all. Like do something smart with the money. If Why you don't win you win thirty thousand if you win thirty thousand pounds and you decide you do not wish to keep the money, you do not just throw it into the street, you give it to a worthy cause, like a hospital, an orphanage, they are everywhere, you know, like uh it was uh that was a great, great fucking part of this uh of this one. I mean, and it is a great scene. strong enough to get him to be like, I know what I must do now. And then I that's have, my scene. Like, oh, really? when he's oh, coming in ooh. and out and he's changing the disguises and stuff. Mm. He's changing his voice and it goes full Texan with it at one. That point. was maybe a line. I have two incredible, lines. Incredible. Oh, my God. Incredible accent work and uh, costume design and set yeah. design. And he was uh, awesome. Like all the voices he did. 
Um, four. 50,000 pounds a night for 365 days a year. That's 18.5 <laughs> million pounds. And then, like, switches into, like, a full full woman for a second yep. there. Um, just a, a pilot. Um, I forgot what, what the other ones were. One like a kind of, shabby sort of yeah, kind of like man. Yeah, yeah. trench cloak, uh, yeah. trench coat. Uh, I don't know what I said there, but but yeah, I loved loved that Texan accent. I was like, oh okay, all right, Benedict. Little. No, yeah, I think that, and obviously, I think you got to go with Henry Sugar or Benedict Cumberbatch as Henry Sugar as the performance. I think yeah. that. Oh yeah, this man just kind of fucking carried, and I mean, not to say that anybody else didn't do a worthy job. I think that Dev Patel for one, is another fantastic addition into the Wes Anderson catalog. If he wants to come back and do some more Wes, I highly invite it. Um, Yeah, he's, I don't know, Wes, Wes, uh, it's, when when he invites new people in and you see him for the first time, you're just like, oh my god, this just makes sense. Like in Asteroid City, um, like Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. I feel like that was the one that I was feeling the weirdest about, like if she could actually fit or not, and then she just mm. did. And then yeah. um oh whatever the um girl off Stranger Things, um that's the teacher in Astro. Yeah, Maya Hawk. Like, oh my god, just fits like a glove. And like, yeah, it, like every new actor is just perfect. And like oh, I don't know, I I feel um I don't know, I hope like I wonder how long how long was the Darjeeling short? Was it even as seven long as seventy? Seven. Oh, seven. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Maybe maybe, maybe thirteen. Maybe I'm tripping. Um. But it's something Cause I, like that. Because I guess it was there was like Natalie Portman in there. Bill Murray. Yeah, it's just Natalie it was Portman like a very and small character. Like no one yeah. in the action. Like in okay, yeah, it's thirteen right? minutes. The bottle rocket short was seven minutes, but okay. Yeah, Hotel Chevalier is thirteen minutes long. Like, um, do you think any of these are building towards a movie at all, or do you think these are completely standalone? I I think they're standalone. I think that Wes Anderson has obviously had a great affinity for Roald Dahl's work over over many, many years. And mm. I think that this was his way of being able to make a bunch of movies with a bunch of people he'd never really worked with before. Um, yeah. Trial and, run for a movie, yeah. maybe. Yes. Yeah, like, you know, like Rupert like, Friend, right, he I... was just in Asteroid City as Montana, and Ooh. he's popping back up. Um, and he's Sick. incredible in the, in the Swan, but... You know, Benedict Cumberbatch, Ben Kingsley, Dev Patel, all these dudes. I'm pretty sure those are all Oscar nominated and Oscar winning actors that appeared in this short. Damn. Um, okay. Wow. And he and he'd never worked with any of them. And to just go ahead and load them all up into this 40 minute short, probably. To... Oh, sorry, Craig, you're back. Uh, and it's different. It's different than anything any of them have done. You know, and that's kind of what makes it intriguing, I'm assuming, to an actor. You know, it's like... You don't turn it down. Like, if you get that call from Wes Anderson, you're like, uh... I I don't know. Like, do you think it's like an instant yes? Like, do you think it's just like, no, I gotta think about it, or like, I don't know, like... I mean, I would guess it just pens scheduling conflicts, and that's it, you know? Like, it's like... Like because, yeah. I mean, if you, and I guess material is important too, and Wes Anderson doesn't always work for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm assuming I feel that like they're. Gonna ask someone, though, that's not 
like a fan of his work. I don't know. I feel like the people he asks. I don't know. Maybe I'm 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 like building him up on on too high of a pedestal or something. But I don't know. I feel like like his movies or even the shorts, like all the discourse about it. There's there's the half the people that are like, oh, this is so stupid. Like what a what a dumb way to tell stories and like or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't know. I I, I don't. Know. You have to like go into it being like, oh, this is gonna be dumb. Like, I'm going to hate this and, like, just be mad the whole time in order right. to hate it. Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's so hard not to just, like, escape into the West World and just, like, West World. Holy shit. West World. Whoa. I didn't even Whoa. mean to do that. But nah, man. No, it's, I, uh, it's such I see, I see where you're thing. coming from, though. I see, I see where you're coming from, though. I think that, uh, for the most part, I'd be willing and, and like... I'd be willing to bet that a lot of the stuff he comes up with, you know, they often say you're not supposed to write with an actor in mind. And but he does. I could, yeah. I, when it came to specifically Ben Kingsley and Benedict Cumberbatch's roles in the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, I straight up have no idea who else you could go, who else you would go with there. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, maybe Dev Patel, but even Dev Patel immediately goes, like, he immediately fits right in. And I feel like that was the role that was the most, like, Mm -hmm. it could have, it could have been anyone, but Dev Patel kind of came in and destroyed that, actually. Like, I loved, uh, whenever they're bandaging his face. And, uh, he, like, uh, they follow him down the hall and he keeps turning back and like, oh my God, do you see this? Uh, like, uh, he's all the trolley. This is, a, I said, you know, um, what was his, his friend's name? The other doctor there. He's like, oh, he didn't I can't say remember. a word. He was completely still face of stoned or like, and he turns to the camera just like, yeah, uh, yeah I love like how, uh, showy it was like just narrating everything. And then like, sometimes the people would say the line or like they would, he'd be like, he said, and then like and just he that. would say all of their lines yeah and then like sometimes they would repeat them or not yeah but now i really i really really enjoy like i love the way that it was formatted you know starting with the writer going to henry sugar henry sugar finding the book the story mm-hmm. of the book going back to henry sugar and the way it affected him like it's just uh and even deeper, once you're in the story, ZZ telling the story of how he met M. Kong and then M. Kong yeah. telling the story of what God. he went through and then going back to him finding out that he died. Like, it's just an incredible series of events, man. And, uh, so cool. Always through a medium, like through an art medium, and it just works like every time. It's like, it doesn't get old. Like, I love it every time. It just, mm-hmm. like, it adds this certain spice to it. Um, and I don't know. It's just so intriguing that you can't look away and that you just want to hear every word. And yeah, like after watching it two times, like twice, I don't know. It's like I'm itching to even go back for more. Like, I don't know. The the fact that they are so short, it, it is really easy to watch. Like the reason I like Mr. Fantastic so much is that it's a very easy and consumable movie, like super comfortable. But this is like even quicker. It's even mm-hmm. – not necessarily that that it's a bad thing that a movie's an hour and a half or longer. No, right. I but I mean, like, definitely. if it's forty minutes, you tell a yeah. full story that's satisfying. Like, mm-hmm. hey, that's why, like, short films. I don't think uh, I don't think I've given them enough credit personally in the past, and I think that uh, 
I've started to come around on that quite a bit more. Uh, because if you can tell that story effectively, you know, like a really, really good example of it that's like in television is season one, episode three of The Last of Us. That is a short film. Yeah. As one one episode of a larger TV series, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you can do that in a short enough time to where it's not necessarily a movie, but it is it, it like I'm I'm there, you know, and I won't be surprised if I watch this. I don't know how many times, you know, like I'll I'll be rewatching yeah. this. It's weird because like even whenever I'm I'm like slotting them in to my my West list, um, it's like I, I don't really know how I can hold it up against a movie, you know. Like there's not mm. many movies of his that I can say that I like these more. I think like I might watch it more than some of his movies, maybe. Um, but that's just because it's it's so easy to watch. Um, yeah, I try not to get too logic lost in the logic of it all. Mm-hmm. I try to just go, how does it make me feel? Mm-hmm. And no yeah. matter how long it is, how does it, how does that make me feel? And the wonderful story of Henry Sugar found its way because I did throw it on the uh, throw it on the old mm-hmm. list here. I uh, found its way to eight out of oh. at the time twelve prior to the Swan. Uh, okay. I have it above Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums, yeah. Isle of Dogs, yeah. and Bottle Rocket. Um, ah, okay, that makes sense. I was like, what's the fourth movie that's down there? Because I had it above Rushmore, Bottle Rocket, Royal Tenenbaums as well. Did not have it above Isle of Dogs. Um, Understood. Did not, yeah, did not put it above Life Aquatic or anything else above that either, though. I had, I there's mind- kind of a, there's kind of a threshold for me mm-hmm. where my top seven Wes Anderson films make me like cry. And then my bottom four, I just think are really good and don't, but they don't make me cry. You know, Uh, I did like, there's something about the storytelling here. That's not even directly the content of the story, but when Roald Dahl finished telling the story and, you know, uh, the accountant and his brother were like, uh, we agreed never to share his name, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I'm sure it'll leak sooner or later, but. You know, we're going to protect her for now. We'd prefer that you did as well. Um, and then uh, Roald Dahl goes, and, and so that I did. That is what I did. Yeah. yeah. The credits rolled, and I was kind of like, huh, man. You know, like, uh, I didn't, I didn't like, cry, but I was like, whew. Like a respect. Was- like a, like a, I don't know. It, it's a weird, like, um, it's such a cool... Like, he found out this this hidden gem of a story. It's kind mm. of like a treasure hunt, and the treasure's like a story at mm. the very end. Right. Um, because, like, say something like this actually does happen in real life. Like, there is this dude in the middle of the jungle that just trains every day, can float and do some crazy shit. And then one dude follows one of his disciples into the jungle, finds him, gets hit by a rock, and then he has to be taught a lesson. <laughs> the only way you're gonna know about it is if it if it somehow gets published in something. This you know, like it, a little. It, yeah, he, I mean, he start. He was a circus man, and that's how he got a little popular. I mean, dude just walked into a hospital and was like, "What's up? Bandage me." Like, I'm a uh, man you're gonna see without his yeah, eyes. You're gonna want to do this. I wonder how many times he's done this before. He seems seems like uh, he's done it a couple times. Oh yeah, at um, least you know it's a traveling cir- yeah. circus troupe, and uh, this is he's... this is the first doctor 
to to be like, oh, we gotta we gotta figure out yeah. how you, you like. I'm taking it that ZZ is the first one who ever took any true interest in the validity of it, and every other doctor might have eventually been like, this has to be bullshit. You know, ZZ um, is that his first name? Um, yeah, ZZ. Doctor Chatterjee. Chatterjee. Yeah, Chatterjee. ZZ Chatterjee. ZZ. Because um, it was two Z's, but in, in a different language, it's ZZ. Z Z Z. Okay, I got it. Uh, but I went for him as my character just because I'm like, yeah, this dude. This dude was the one who he spread the who word. got it out to the world. You know, it was like, yo, what the fuck's going on here? I mean, he sprinted out of the hospital, saw that dude ride his bike in the middle of the road, and was like, oh my god, I gotta go to this dude's show. He went to the show. And then he went to his house or wherever he lived afterwards. And then he actually he felt guilty after he died. He's like, it's my fault. Like, I should have stayed. I should have, like, I don't know. He felt, like, guilty almost. Mm. He was like, I should have stayed. I should have, or let him sleep in over at my place. I don't know what he said, but something like that. Yeah. Um, but I, lo- I love just, like, his narration. And, oh, um, great. The, the way, like, yeah, he would, like, go down the steps and then, like, come back, you know, for a second, say one more line. Mm-hmm. Or um, I don't know. I I loved his his narration. I thought it was really fun. Our little um, Slumdog Millionaire. Loved I know. It, it was written. Um, it was written, and he wrote it. He wrote for five hours nonstop. In short, he had perfect shorthand. So we got every I believe single I t- word. I, I believe I'm reporting every- this to you exactly word for word what he and said to me. Beautiful, that night. a beautiful way to be like, all right, now here we're gonna jump into this dude's like POV because it is perfect yeah. shorthand. You know, like yeah, exactly. it's not. It, we're not gonna oh, have it like told shot of him. him where he's like standing in front of the circus tent and yes. it says, yeah. And it, it says like, uh, exactly what he said to me that night. Um, yeah. Across the top, you get the like stop motion animals across the top. And then mm-hmm. whenever there's a rustling in the leaves and he like pauses and, and, and it's just incredible stagecraft. It almost feels like spoken word at points. Like it's just, uh, mm-hmm. Dude, the sets were cool. Like, Oh, I love the, the shots. Sets. I'm like, is that, is that in one shot here? Like, am I, am, like I, obviously there are some times where they cut. Like, I think my favorite shot is um, even the still of it just when it starts, I love. But it's kind of the motion of it. And it's whenever he's uh, Henry Sugar um, sitting in his house. I think it's his house because he's a rich motherfucker just staring out yeah. the window and it's raining. Um, that was nice. And then you have Ray Fiennes come up behind and open up the little mm-hmm. window. But then he's like, and he walks. And then the I walked library. in and then like you see the library just like come down yeah. and then like he opens the door. So I think they cut there, you know, I'd assume, but maybe not. Like, I don't know. Maybe that was all in just one. And yeah, they I actually just possible, you know, real. like that's the thing is that, uh, they gave me no reason to believe it wasn't yeah. one shot, you know, like there are, po- there are points later on where one of my, the training montage later on mm-hmm. that reads as one shot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he walks down the stairs with the playing cards in his hand, mm-hmm. sits down at the table, goes into the bathroom, comes back is all disheveled. Yeah. And like, it's possible. I mean, all you had to do was go in there, take off his shirt, fake mm-hmm. beard, fake hair. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, uh, and so like, like just, uh, yeah, like, yes, exactly. Like a play. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, oh, I don't know. And what a, I don't, I love the onion layers as always. It's always fun in a way. This feels kind of French dispatch esque. Oh, I'm um, thinking, uh, this is the, uh, 
Um, yeah, the spirit sequel to Grand Budapest Hotel. I yeah, think that this. Uh, I think that's what I meant because uh, French Dispatch is very not onion layer, just very different. Well, layer. and that's why I think that what's really interesting is while this feels like a spirit sequel to the Grand Budapest, it feels like a culmination of every other project he's done since 2009. Fantastic Mr. Mm-hmm. Fox, Grand Budapest Hotel, French mm-hmm. Dispatch. You take all those elements, roll them into one, and then you get the wonderful story of Henry sugar. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the rolled doll story in this onion layered storytelling format where they speak directly to the camera as a story that came from somebody else. And they're telling it now. And then the stagecraft sort of element of the French dispatch where, uh, like even the shots of Ben Kingsley at like the bottom of the screen where the entire jungle is above him and he's like on the bottom third and he's down in the corner. Very French dispatch again, very asteroid city as well. Reminded me of Brian Cranston, Mm. uh, when he's speaking to the camera in asteroid city. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just so fascinating how he builds on everything he does and continues to evolve and maybe not massive ways, but ways that are distinct, you know, like this isn't exactly like anything he's done before. Um, while it maintains elements of what he's done before, it's not the same, you know? You can't look at anything he's done before and go, well, that's just like the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. No. Yeah, he, you know? he always always evolves, I guess. You know, he's always... We're trying something new mm-hmm. um, to try to see see how it what lands. What comes next? Yeah. Oh, man. No, this... Oh, and by the way, the graphics you did for this fucking mm. incredible the spotlight and how oh come on like come yeah. on dude yeah i mean it just works too well for all of these i thought um, so too just had i had to get that out there uh, just works, i appreciate works it. works very very well but man no I, i'm trying to think if if i'm missing anything any any scene that was that was awesome i don't know i love how they like use perspective a lot like um some of the sets were built very like the camera had to be in that one position. Yeah, um, and like the painted box, like that. Um, Dude, Yogi loved sat that on, as well. That Benedict also sat on as well. Well, and there's a lot of points whenever like they they give the illusion of depth to a room, but I'm fairly yeah. certain it's not like it's just uh-huh. the size of the stuff in the background is small. Yeah, and uh, it happened. I think it happened with the jungle set. It happened mm-hmm. with a few other things. Like it's just a. Uh, like yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch's apartment or house or whatever. I don't feel like that room went back mm-hmm. as far as it seemed to go. Um, yeah, and obviously was... the windows outside changing night and day and the weather and everything and the lights and the hotel across the street coming up and stuff. like Definitely playing with perspective a lot. And a lot of lighting on specifically the eyeballs. Like the oh, yeah. oval oval yeah. spotlight on the eyes. That, that was like carried through. In both wonderful yes. story of Hinderstreet and the Swan, so that, I don't know. I think maybe that does he do that? Is that because I think in Grand Budapest there is some of that? Like whenever um, they're both sitting at the table in the dining room, mm. but it's not. I don't know if it's just the eyes in specific. No, I think no. it's more of like like it. That spot, that does like, feel pretty original, but it also feel, it feels like it's paying sort of an homage to something he's done in the past. You know, he's done a lot of that closed iris zoom mm-hmm. in on stuff, like in the Grand Budapest after. They've like, uh, Ray Fines punches Adrian Bro- or Adrian Brody punches Ray Fines, and then Tony Revolori yeah. punches Adrian Brody, yeah. and then Willem Dafoe punches Tevel- Tony yeah. Revolori. And, yeah. uh, 
he turns around and the clothes iris goes in on his face you know so like there there is a little bit of that in the past um but it's definitely building on something that he's done and still creating a new way of doing it and uh yeah man i i fucking like i adore these shorts and i can't wait to watch the next two Obviously, there's been one released today as of the release date of this podcast, but we're recording on Thursday, coming out Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be covering The Rat Catcher and Poison on Monday instead of Game of Thrones. So we will get all of it. We'll get to all of it. Don't worry. That's but uh, important, you know, gotta yeah. if you're enough to halt thrones, you know, that's that's saying something. It is. It is. Um, I, lo- I love me some West, man. And uh, I love again, you know, something that kind of took a couple watches was the distinctive performances and the character work with each with each one you know because the first time you kind of run through it you kind of feel a sameness about mm. benedict cumberbatch and then dev patel and then ben and then ben kingsley is really the only one who stands out because you know he's an older man and he feels like he's taking a little bit more of his time than benedict cumberbatch mm. or tony revelory or tony revelory dev patel my bad um mm-hmm. but Ben Kingsley as M. Dodd Kong is my favorite character of oh, the wonderful nod. story of Henry Sugar. I'm glad um, he's getting the nod. He he definitely deserves one here. He oh, did, dude, he, he was, was a great, yeah. great character, man. I love the he was just a sweet old man. You know, he was a sweet guy. He's, he'd found inner peace. You know, he's like, I've got everything I need. I know like even once he had this ability. He never took advantage of it. You know, he just continued with the circus that he was already on. He might have practiced, you know, and he he practiced for 20 years. Is that what he said? And he, yeah. uh, he eventually I figured think that it was, out. That been Henry, Henry Sugar might have been doing his casino thing for 20 years, I think. Oh, that's true. Um, I don't know how long he was on his carnival run for. Um, but it took him. I think it took I, I was him. thinking like the training process, I think. Oh, yeah. Him. I think. The, yeah, I think. That's what Yogi said. Yogi was like average twenty. Yeah, you know, and some take I ten, think, some take thirty. Yeah, you just you never know if you can even do it at all. It's like is, is visualizing even really that difficult? He's like almost impossible, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like try to do oh. it. I, I don't know. I did it the first time. Oh, I yeah. was like, I was like, I don't know. I just stared at my water bottle, and I'm like, okay, oh come on. I'm like, I can I can see my water bottle in my mind. That's for, why for meditating is so fucking hard. You yeah, know? Like, I, uh, I see my water bottle for like a split second, and then it's just bump it like yeah no it isn't not there any longer man i don't know like it kind of got got me to think i'm like okay obviously this is like some you know this isn't real i don't know is this like at all real or like based on any (laughs) real accounts i mean like i don't don't think so i don't think the getting to the point where you can see without your eyes or levitating is in any way yeah sort of uh, founded but finding an inner peace through this discipline where you are at peace and are able to focus on whatever you desire focusing on you know like you what if though you know yeah like like, like i mean okay the levitating part that's a little beyond me but like the all an image is is an electrical signal in your brain like yeah. I don't, like your eyes do a very good job at it. It's very easy when you have eyeballs, but like bats, like I mean they do have eyes. It's like a misnomer, I guess, that like they do see with their eyes too, but they can also just see in the dark with echolocation. But like I'd say I don't know. We you could daredevil it up. Like daredevil got his because of some chemicals. You know, it sped up the process. He was that one in a billion, but 
everyone else, you just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta train. It's like being a Jedi, you know. If you, you just gotta work, you gotta work for it. Talent can help, but with enough dedication, you know that that's kind of the the um, moral I got out of this was like dedication. Like that was the word um, mm. that kept coming back. Uh, was like if you're if you're dedicated enough, you know, you can do anything. And because that's, I mean. Henry Sugar didn't stop working for what three years and three, three and a half years of twelve hours of uninterrupted work. Oh my god! Oh my god! But he became, or could have been, the richest man in the world. Um, yeah, you, you the the word that came to you was dedication. The one that came to me was discipline. You know, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like discipline that. you know kind of the the ability to take advantage of this power you possess and then controlling yourself to the point where it it's brought you to the point possessing this power has brought you to the point where you realize that you don't you can't take advantage of it you know mm-hmm. you found this inner peace through this discipline this hard work this thing you did earn you know like uh mm-hmm. whenever you're he's going to the casino and stuff he worked for three and a half years to get to the point That's where he true. could do that. And then there's no risk. There's nothing he's working towards. Then he finds a purpose again. Mm. In doing that, he's working towards building 21 different hospitals and orphanages around the world. And that's that's the new goal. That's what he's trying to earn. That's what he's trying to make. Um, and I thought that, like, my line comes from Henry Sugar whenever the accountant's like, a, you could be the richest man in the world. And he goes, I don't want to be the richest man in the world. I like that. That one gave me chills and I kind of like teared up a little bit. You know, I was like, oh, oh, man, I I don't know what it is about a West thing, but I get that. I get that closed. I resume in real life. Everything goes dark and Mm. it's just the TV. (laughs) It's just the story. Yeah. Um, And I get like all the way. in. The dialogue was just so good. Like, I don't know, like just. And Benedict Cumberpatch, just like it, everything rolled off his tongue just so well. Oh. It was so clear and like eloquently spoken. And like and the other line I, the other line I might have gone with was just one that just sounded cool. Um, and it's whenever he is training and he's he sees the back of a card for the first time and he says slowly, magically, but distinctly, the black blob becomes a spade and a twisty squiggle becomes a five. And that's it. Like that's all that's all he says, but the way he the said delivery, it was like, yeah, man. yeah, yes. There were so many awesome deliveries of lines in um, both of these, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah. The, the that was something that also struck me about the pace of this is that the reason my line is my favorite line is because we'd been going, and then after it we go, but when he says you could be the richest man in the world, he pauses, yeah, and he goes. I don't want to be the richest man in the world. And then it speeds up again. So like it, they place an emphasis on this thing because they've been going so fast, That's because true. he's been speeding through yeah. shit that when they slow down, it emphasizes exactly what you need to feel. And, and to do that through just dialogue and pacing and not really emoting is pretty yeah. incredible. You know, like uh, it's not like Benedict Cumberbatch gets thoughtful and sad or morose when he says that or like it's like a clarity of purpose you know and that's that's all i don't want to be the richest man in the world and it became like this oh like i like oh my god you know i felt i felt that and it's just it's brilliant dude i and i know that we've grown to love wes anderson a great deal and oh yeah 
but it just works for me. You know, it just works for me on every level. And, uh, one thing that I am thankful for is that these are shorts. I think that just after watching the swan, if all four of these were cut together as a movie, I think it would be a difficult movie to get through. Yeah, because no. Of, of the, the because of the pace. It is so fucking fast that if it in. is an hour yeah. and a half, which is what they will end up being in total, I think, you know, the, the 17, 34, mm-hmm. 51, 40, yeah, so about about an hour and a half. Like to do that for an hour and a half would be difficult to pay attention to. This short formatting, I think, was a brilliant choice, even mm-hmm. if it, even if there is some other behind the scenes reason he decided to do it. But, uh, I fucking love yeah. it, dude. Um, no, yeah, this is, it's nice. It's like you, a, a new treat every day as well. It's like, yeah. I, I woke up and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Is the swan like up there? Like, yep. is it midnight that this comes out? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no shit. It's up there. And I'm like, Okay. Nice like, little treat before I went to work this yeah, morning. Like a morning, you know, kind of like a when we had Bad Batch, it was nice yeah. just having like cartoons in the morning again. But but now oh. I get a, a Wes, you know, yeah. treat every morning. It's like, oh man, yeah, I'm 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 living right now. Um, yeah, living good. But uh, or, or, is there anything else about the wonderful story of Henry Sugar that we haven't touched on the uh, the favorites anyway? Have we all of our favorites. Um, I believe. Oh, I don't believe. Maybe your shot. Actually. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I've spoken my shot. Mm, it shot comes right. during uh, M. Dot Khan's little uh, quest, his little journey. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever we pan, basically through the jungle, it pushes through as the stagecraft moves side to side and everything. Uh, we get up to uh, the yogi, and it's moving the box, and he starts sitting on it and stuff. Uh, but if you want to take a still frame, it's when he's sitting in the jungle just floating there. Yeah. Fucking loved it. Um, it was a, a beautiful piece of stagecraft with the uh, with the jungle life around him and uh, the huts. I loved the design of the huts. Yeah. Uh, thought those were cute as fuck. It was um, a beautiful looking jungle. I don't know, hmm. like, what that Like, just kind of maybe like a painting yeah, with, as assuming. well as, like, stuff like... That gave it perspective. Props, it gave it yeah, like it yeah. just like painted, um, other painted stuff in the in the foreground. Yeah, it looked. I don't know. And like him going through the jungle was really cool too. Yeah, like how it slow, like just went to the side and everything. And then the cuts from all the different places in the story with Henry Sugar at the end, whenever he's doing the meditating and he's floating off the ground. Yes, that was it takes him cool. to the jungle. It takes him to the hospital. It takes yeah. him to the, it takes him to everywhere the story's been told. I uh, him seeing through his body. Um, yeah oh damn we didn't speak on that yeah the fake ending um yeah no like uh but well it's i think it's a little bit foreshadowing you know like what they explained to us at the beginning is what eventually happened to him it's just not when it happened um and that's why and like i like to think that that's why henry sugar you know that that thought occurring to him is almost like uh he had to find a clarity of purpose before that came you know Mm. he had to find a way to make his life have meaning before that happened. And he did, you know, like, uh, um... yeah, no, that was, I don't know. A nice, uh, I don't know. And also it's like, I'm fresh off a wash of casino. Um, and seeing like the mm. dark side of casinos and then, the, and right. then seeing a guy just like skim off the top, um, but give it back to hospitals. Give and it back to the community. I was like, yeah, I can get behind that. Um, yeah, when he's when sure. he's crafting the plan and he's like, I'm gonna go to Monte Carlo, Las Vegas, Cannes, and he, he's just listing all the cities. 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, God damn, I love that. That that was easily my favorite scene. I loved his little plotting for what he was about to do. It was outstanding. Oh, yeah. But uh dude could have like I don't know. Could have like, been the richest man alive, yeah. He could have bet like in one in one hand of blackjack could fucking I don't know, he could put like a million down. Yeah, could clear out a casino for sure. He's that confident. But uh, he'll just skim yeah, off. When he time. makes the mistake, he runs he he walks into the casino for the first time and yeah. he hits on nineteen with complete yep. calm and composure. Um, everyone instantly came around the table and was like, Yo, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like What's he look back and say to them? He's like uh, um, Oh yeah. What does he eat? And then they all go away like Oh, what did he say? I don't know, but I loved it. Beg I your pardon? Little... I think it was yeah. beg your pardon. Yeah. Yes. Like, for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. And then they just went back. And he's like, oh, Dude. I have to be careful. Um, yeah. He's like, I, oh, I am God. too good at this. Said the man behind the desk whose job it was to never forget a face. Um, I love I love the way that they just complete the thoughts of what the book sentence said. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I, I love that shit. But, uh. Are we ready to give the wonderful story of Henry Sugar a little bit of a rating and then touch on oh, the swan after that? Yeah, how, I wonder how it will compare with everything else. Um, enjoyment, like, because, um, I mean, I did put it above Royal Tenenbaums, above Rushmore, and above Bottle Rocket. So that would mean the floor, if we're going off that, would be 875. Um,. And like the, I don't know. I'm having a good time. Like the fact that no, it, yeah, like I, I love this. this. Like I have no problem awesome. saying that. Yeah, I think um, like I think nine, maybe like. Um, I think not. I think nine is where my gut took me. You know, I think uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it didn't it didn't make me full blown fall to the floor and sob. You know, and that's kind of what you need to elevate it past that. Um, but goddamn, I had a great time. I will be revisiting. Um, it was so satisfying to look at, which is a huge part. You know, it's 40 mm-hmm. minutes. Makes it very easy to watch. Um, oh, yeah. It's got I mean, a lot going for design, it. design, costume design, fucking <sighs> the, just the delivery of every line. Um, perform Like the performances, I guess you could say for that. Mm. Like, oh, I, it was just the onion, the different layers. was beautiful. Um, Adored it. Adored it. Okay. So nine there. And then critically... How do you rate a short? I mean, uh, same way you'd rate a movie, you know, like it's just it's just that, but shorter, you know, like uh, what it accomplished in 39 minutes, 37 yeah. minutes, whatever it is. That's a lot of movies don't accomplish yeah. what it did in a full fucking movie. This is true. Wow. So, I mean. Yeah, as long it, as you can. I mean, he's taken that fucking Oscar nom for best short. I'm guaranteed it. Uh, Oh, that's an award. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Clean, that short film. Weep. Clean sweep there. Um, they're not even. I don't know. I guess it's only one award. He might just get like four nominations. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, I'm like, he might get four nominations in the fucking category. Might actually the sweep the nomination. Yeah. Right. No, but uh, it's a <laughs> it's a damn good one. You know, I think that when it comes to, um, like we were saying, all the stuff you enjoyed about it, the stagecraft, the performances, the costume design. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's all pretty top notch in that regard. Like all that, I would, I'm I'm pretty strong there. I also loved the score. We didn't talk on that much, but the uh, the mm-hmm. like kind of orchestral, um, psalm mm-hmm. that kind mm-hmm. of played throughout the background at the end there 
was fucking gorgeous. Um, mm. I'm like the only thing that you could have beef with, I guess. And it's not a critical thing. It's an enjoyment thing is the way that it's written. You know, I think that yeah. it's written very, very well. I think that it, it, I could absolutely see compared to a lot of other Wes Anderson things, how this might not be for you, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, even more yeah. than anything he's ever done. This, I, I can understand not being into this, you know, but I I'd am. Say, uh, I'd say this is more for the seasoned Wes Anderson fan. Yeah. Um, this is not like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be interested because I mean, like I opened Netflix on Thursday and the top mm-hmm. thing was the wonderful story of Henry sugar. I'm curious how many people had never seen a Wes Anderson thing. And we're just like, yeah, boop, I wonder going to watch that. How many people are going to watch it and be like, Oh, I'm never going to watch another West thing again. And how sad that's going to be. Um, I know. Or how many people watched it and fell in love with it. You know, like, like oh, that, that's the other side. Awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Yeah. But I don't know. I think, I think, uh, uniqueness, uh, gives it a boost here. Mm. Especially if it works, and I think it did work for this one. It made made it very interesting just to see all the the characters interconnecting and everything, um, and the different stories we got. So I don't know. I think I'm. Jeez, let's see. What are we giving? Life Aquatic eight two five Darjeeling a nine. Can we say this on the same level as like a Darjeeling Limited? Um, I think that when it came to the Darjeeling Limited, you get a lot more fulfillment out of the character work itself. You know, like that—that that that might be the only place. Too. Yeah, that, yeah. This, that does make me cry. And that's the thing that these shorts don't give you, um, especially this short. I think the Swan actually did more character-wise mm-hmm. than this one did. Um, I think this one has a very simple, straightforward kind of kind of moral to the story. Like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah, give back with time, dedication, and discipline. Anything is possible. And, you know, like that sort of thing, like this one feels like I sh- I should be able to show this to a 10 year old and be like, this is all you need to know in life. I would not Whoa. show the swan, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't, yeah. you know, like uh, and not not for that purpose. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's a little more complicated on that side of things. But. Uh, I think the character work might be the only place where you could argue uh, we're losing a little bit in this one. And so I don't think I could quite elevate it to a nine, but in around life aquatic feels a little more right. I think that they do a great job with the characters in that movie as well. But uh, like the heavy lifting that everything else is doing in this mm-hmm. is pretty impressive, you know? Yeah, that is true. I think, yeah, that, I mean, that would put it around eight to five area critically. And I think yeah, like, I'm cool. I'm cool. Committing to that, you know? Okay. Because I would say it's better than Bottle Rocket and Rushmore. Um, would average it out to an 8.5, which is um, for Wes. Let's see. A little bit below Isle of Dogs. That's 8.58. Eight. Um, a little bit below Life Aquatic as well, 8.58. Eight. But above um, Royal Tenenbaums, Rushmore, and Bottle Rocket. Um, Sounds about right there. There huh. we go, and that's that's right where we're placed down on on my list. So I think that that did come out come out well. My pictures always come out. Mm. Um, yeah, not bad. But yeah, that. that's for sure. I can say oh, that. Big time, big time. But let's talk Swan. Mm-hmm. This one, you know, nice little short one, uh, seventeen minutes. 
was a very nice and easy watch before work. Uh, but I will say was uh, a tad more on the dark side compared to the wonderful story of Henry Sugar Man. For uh, sure. Oh yeah. Not Rupert as Friend. Mm-mm. Oh my fucking god, dude. I, you know, I watched this regular, man. I hope now. Yeah. Um, I sure yeah, hope. I hope so too. It seems like he's excited to be there, you know? Um, mm. this is some weird shit. This is even weirder than the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, I'd argue, you know? Like, cause he does all the rules. He says all the lines. Nobody else speaks mm. in this except for a sound effect where someone goes, yeah, that's wow. Dang. Is that the only other spoken line? I'm pretty sure. I don't think anyone else says a thing. Uh, besides Roll Doll, eventually at the end, Ray finds. Um, oh, I think there's a little untie him or whatever that's told, or little Peter says, I think, mm. like right when he's on the train tracks, I think. But yeah, you're right. Like he does actually carry the entire. He's every character. He's Ernie. Is the other one Raymond? Is that the other one? Uh, yeah, that's okay. Ernie. Oh, I guess they're not cast because, yeah, they don't say anything. No, it's just um, him. It's Pete. Uh, wow. It's little Peter. But I, I, that sounds right. I'm terrible with names. I never... I, 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 yeah, and especially when he's talking this fast, it's hard to keep up with. But uh, Yeah, Duke could be a um, car auction or an auctioneer. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I was I was floored by Rupert Friend in this one. You know, I had mm-hmm. obviously seen him in Obi-Wan Kenobi as the Grand Inquisitor. And I've seen him in Asteroid City as Montana, mm-hmm. um, which I love Montana and Asteroid City. So I won't go so far as to say this is my favorite Rupert Friend thing yet. Um, but it might be his most impressive. Like this is, this the is lead. incredible work, yeah, you know? Um, yeah, not just, just kind of a side character that's, that's just like hilarious to see whenever he's in the mm-hmm. movie. Like I think, I don't know. I think he's just awesome in, he's in Asteroid City. up a little warble. Um, but in this, I mean, yeah, he's he's leading the whole thing. He's he's taking you on a a journey. And Dude. the first time I was watching, I was like, I'm like, okay, so this is obviously older Peter, right? I'm like, I'm like, oh come, on. like I don't know. There are a few things that were like uh, lead me down that path. Whenever <clears throat> he has to put his hands up for the first time, um, mm. out of the two bullies get to him and they take his binoculars and like put your hands up yeah he he puts his hands up first and he's like yep hands up and then little peter does it um i'm like oh okay i see i see where where this is going and then like they do literally give it to you in a line i mean he is like these tracks right here this happened to me 27 years ago my name is peter watson um i love his delivery of that too like just so quick and he's like yeah nope well that's one of those like it becomes a little more clipped like he does kind of segment it you know Mm -hmm. uh this happened 27 years ago i am pete watson you know like he he does the little he does a little pause between each one and it kind of emphasizes that this and again the presence of little peter there the whole time kind of implies that this has stuck with him his entire life and mm-hmm. whenever at the end they show him up on the ground with little pete watching over him like standing right there it's kind of like a like a death of innocence sort of thing is how yeah. i took it like uh, he oh. you know like uh he's he's emotionally stunted sort of in this moment forever in this arrested development but uh mm. No, nah, man, I love I love this one. It how do you good. interpret the ending? Actually, 
Um, cause you, one, you could either be like, he flew towards the light as he in died. Like, yeah. he did not live through this jump or he actually somehow flew to his mother's front yard. Um, guess, I mean, he was a little boy. Those wings were big. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know the, the physics on swan wings, but we're in fiction territory here. Or I don't know. Fucking They're a real really newspaper not. account. Yeah. Um, so who knows? When that popped up, I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, you know, oh. like it just made it even darker. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't like did. Is it he he didn't make the jump and then the the bullies dropped him off at like his his mom's house in the front yard or I mean, because they they did say that three people saw him fly or whatever, like a guy yeah. working on his roof. Yeah. Um, the boys and the mother that saw him crash land or whatever. So who knows? Maybe, maybe this dude actually flew. Um, no, I, I like to think that, um, falling with style, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I think for the sake of the story, the old doll told here that he made it home. I think it's more of a question of whether or not he's dead when he's laying crumpled on the ground there. Um, if he flew home so that he could, you know, he does say this happened to me 27 years ago. Mm-hmm. Did he live to be that adult adult? But that's the other thing is that like, again, coming back to that death of innocence idea, it kind of feels like a part of him died that day. You know, yeah. like there's a, yeah, it could just be that it's just kind of his like spirit telling the story, but he's like mm-hmm. matured, you know, it's not like his right. real, self like he did live through it and that's just how old he is now um but i think i think it is i think your right spirit there. could be unconquerable it. you know yeah. like uh i think that's more the idea like i think he made it all the way home refusing to die like you know he was one of those mm. people you know he you could push him down and no matter what that was, was a good line there to. oh dude oh my god dude i think that i i have two contenders for the scene and that might be my scene is um, Ray finds kind of ending there and just be like mm-hmm. the person that he was. It was either that or the train scene. Uh, whenever, Ooh. whenever he's strapped down to the train tracks and he's like, "Yeah, I, I knew, like I knew I wasn't getting out of this." Him like digging his head down, you know, two mm-hmm. inches lower so that you know he's like, "Yeah, I think I'm good there," but he's like, "Oh well." Am I going to get sucked up under, you know, I just got to try to hold my body down against the ground as hard as I possibly can. And then like, and then he's like, and then I heard a hum like, and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, oh fuck. Like the, the slow tension build yeah, um, that they were building there. And then like the black shot is when the train is barreling over him and the, the, the wheat like leans as he's laying there Uh, and he's, he's narrating. He's like, the wind hit me like gunshot you know it, it flooded my, mm-hmm. my lungs and my nose and my you know, like all that Love stuff it. like dude rupert friend was incredible i can't emphasize that enough like where i thought that wonderful story of henry sugar was probably a more enjoyable watch and i would probably sooner watch it mm-hmm. i might you might be able to make the argument convincingly to convincingly that this is better though um i think that might be true yeah i think it's yeah, clear. Like, this is a um, Rupert Friend gets the performance and, and, and character. character. I mean, how are yeah. how are you gonna like anyone else? Yeah, no, he's the only good character um, in the movie. I guess like what the mom, but there's no mom. Um, there's no mom. There's no mom. 
the stagehands. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's right. It's, <laughs> it's just uh, Rupert Friend. It's Peter Watson, dude. Uh, this little poor little kid. Um, but man, yeah, I don't know. Just just was bird watching. That's all he was doing. You know, just homie was homie was chilling, totally encapsulated in his binoculars. Didn't know people were coming up. Just about to give him the worst day of his life. Just like, these kids just got gifted a shotgun that morning, or a rifle, a rifle. True. Got gifted a rifle that morning. Let's see what I can do with this thing today. Maybe I'll shoot a kid. Yeah. Oh, they killed fourteen birds or whatever before. They had them all yeah. on a on a string. So they were just going on a tear. Killed a swan. Fucking dicks. Had two little babies that were already born too. Now it's that's my scene. Um. Mm. And it's because Ooh. of Rupert Friend, uh, him oh. being like, uh, whenever he, there's like, again, just this small moment where it changes, you know, like, and that's the scene where his narration, you know, obviously he was doing a lot of voice work for everybody and stuff, but, mm-hmm. uh, there was always that pace, that rhythm to it. And, uh, it, it, he, he says like, I, I, and he like does that little drift off and he's like, this is a bird conservative conservatory, you know, like you can't mm-hmm. do that. And they're like, oh, we'll do whatever we want. And then he goes like, no, you can't do that. Please don't. No, you can't do that. No. And then uh, they shoot the bird. Like, uh, I was like, oh, my God. It it gave me chills. And he's doing everything. There's nobody else. You know, like, it's just him. It is kind of crazy uh, to think about, like, how he is completely telling the story. But feel like the different voices he does. Like, hey, you know, go, go get it. Like that voice for um, Ernie, Dude, he does a fantastic yeah, like, Man, he does so good. He just controls the whole scene, at, like, the whole time. Yeah, this is my, yeah, no, I'm, we're talking about this, it's separate from the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. This is the best performance of either of them, though, I think, Rupert Friend in this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he is fucking incredible. Here. Like, there's, I think I feel like Henry Sugar was kind of very, you know, the, just kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, every time, other than whenever he was going in his disguises and stuff, I think that was right. that was pretty good and 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 awesome. But yeah, he I know he had to literally play everyone. Um, here, so yeah, it's a little a little harder of a job and a little more more to do. The old Tim, it's a tough. Man, no, he yeah he, he definitely got it. Yeah, he was he was awesome, and that's oh man, I there were like so many shots in this one that could have gotten it. Like actually, like this this one was 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 kind of beautiful and yeah, a lot more dark. Like Henry Sugar's very vibrant and mm. uh, the, what he's wearing is I don't know very vibrant everything. And then you get um, little Peter in like all black, looking like Morpheus there for a little bit. Yeah. Puts on like the Morpheus shades, um, not reflective. Yeah. They're all black. I don't know, dude right. was just in all black. Um, but I think the the shot I'm going with is is old Peter with the the wings on oh. and he he stretches like stretches out yeah. and then like oh dude I'm like oh my god that just looks just looks sick um yeah it's fucking good and I didn't think it's about good. this until now it hit me a little little hit me is that this dude's obviously he likes birds and he was he was obsessed you know with watching one um and maybe he did die there but the reason why he thinks he won um is because he loves birds so much and he got he got like one chance to actually feel like a bird flying you know in the air and that's like his last sort of thought um before he hits the ground well i think that you were speaking to the the difference in the stagecraft and the the set design in this 
like uh, the very vibrant colors of the wonderful story of Henry Sugar and then the like white of heaven mm-hmm. that you would you, you're kind of looking at with the swan like it's in there it's, and it's just yeah void, it is. you know yeah and it's kind of like that throughout like kind of you know like you see the grain and stuff but the sky mm-hmm. is never really blue it's always like yeah completely whited out you know and uh hmm so i think there's i think there's a lot to the idea that this uh this child could have died 27 years ago, and this is the adult spirit that has been unconquerable. He's he's grown in, in spite of being incapable of growing, you know. Um, Man, yeah. It was, I mean, very quick. I mean, yeah, you just kind of, he's gets tied up, puts on the train tracks, and then taken and off. Are, and... Like, dude, I was about to leave for work this morning, and... They get they lift him up off the tracks and he walks down the stairs and I was like, This has gotta be almost over. And then there was ten minutes left. That was seven minutes yeah. in. And I was like, Oh my fucking god, you know, like yeah. uh Still gotta you know, look at the swan, kill the swan, go over there, check it out, and then and then get the wings and then get like these kids shot up. him in the fucking leg? Yeah, almost shot him in the head. There was no pain. Oh my god. It's another yeah. thing. There was no pain, but the force pushed him back with such with such verve that he mm. but he also flew away, you know? Yeah, I mean maybe just the shock of the bullet hitting you. Like maybe that is a thing. I don't know. <laughs> like maybe when you get shot you're just like you don't feel it until afterwards, until like it just all comes at once sort of thing. Right. Um But yeah, that I don't know, the little, was that like stop motion for a little bit whenever it, yes, binoculars on the tree? That's mm-hmm. a really good model. was also, little, yeah. Mm, he looked just crazy. like the actor for Little Peter. Yeah, the yeah. one that was walking oh, out there. Like, I'm like, I'm like, is that stop motion? And I'm like, or is that him just kind of doing animated kind of movements? Oh, yeah, that was, know? that was some stop motion. He got a little bit in both, you know, you had the Jaguar or whatever in the wonderful story of Henry Sugar mm-hmm. walking across the top of the screen and stuff, but, mm-hmm. uh, Oh yeah, no. Oh, he always likes to put all, everything kind of into one. I don't know. He's got to have mm-hmm. all of his all of his techniques and and little signatures. Yeah, it's so cool. It's so it's just like a little. If you're, I don't know. I think this one is. Yeah, it's gonna be a weird introduction to Wes if this is like your the first couple things you're watching. Mm. Um, I think it. It'll divide. Like I think it's it's very divisive. Like you'll either be like, "Oh, this is really cool. Like I'm really into this. Like I like the the way he's like. It's very unique in the way he's telling a story. It's so different that it's cool. Or I, I don't know. I I wonder how a, someone who's never watched anything of West before they watch these first, and I wonder how many people go and how many people stay. Right. Um, but yeah, this you're you're right about it being. Probably better critically than Henry Sugar. Like this one, like almost like I don't know. Like I still didn't cry at the end. Um, maybe that is just because it is seventeen minutes. You know, if this one was thirty nine or thirty seven minutes, like maybe I actually do get there. I don't know. Like if there's a little more time spent there, maybe like I, I could. Uh, but I feel like it. There is kind of a moment at the end where. I could like I don't know it feels like like no, like the I'm, unconquerable I'm like and whenever it goes back to Ray Fines and like he starts talking 
Um, and then there's just a weight that I think that Ray Fiennes kind of provides in this role as Roald Dahl, where whenever he starts speaking, I, I texted you this uh, like this morning after I finished the short, like mm-hmm. he provides this very personal attachment mm-hmm. to his uh, to his characters and to the story he's telling while still seeming like presenting it as a storyteller, like an objective storyteller with no stake in the way it played out, but you can like, there's this weight to it that feels so ah, it almost feels like he's eulogizing, you know, it feels like he is mourning the loss of Peter Watson, you know, um, he was unconquerable, you know, like to get, to keep his name living on. I feel like that's, yeah, it's, he's dead. I, I, I feel like I'm more in that camp now that I've, I've talked through it. Mm. Um, and that it is, it is just like, he did all these things, like, you know, he survived the train, you know, like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like the the average person doesn't live through that under, I don't know, under a train, dude just was smart, did what he needed to do, maybe just a kid, perfect size, I don't know, maybe an adult, I mean, that makes, well, I was thinking of, like, an adult being strapped down, because, little Peter, maybe, Rupert Friend is, you know, an adult being strapped down there. But like, yeah, I guess a kid that does make, makes sense. but goddamn to persevere through all that. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, just for just for looking at a bird. That's Watson all he was, was one of these people. Mm. Man, this is a uh, another one in a billion. Maybe not one in a billion. I don't know. That that might be a little too exaggerated there. Um, but the good, the good people. Um. Little Peter Watson. But yeah, Rupert Friend, man. He was... Some people, when they have taken too much and have been driven beyond the point of endurance, simply Mm -hmm. crumble and collapse and give up. Others, however, though they are not many, who will for some reason always be unconquerable. Mm -hmm. You meet them in time of war and also in time of peace. They have an indomitable spirit, and nothing, neither pain nor torture nor threat of death, Mm -hmm. will cause them to give up. Little Peter pa- Peter Watson was one of these. That's a good line right there. Yeah. The good monologue. Even. Yeah. Eulogy. He, yeah, like he feels like a he feels like he is more like remembering Peter rather than mm-hmm. writing a story about yep. him. You know, like and it's mm-hmm. it feels so personal and I love I love that. And it, it, it did make me like you know, it, again, it kind of gave me that feeling where it's like I could cry, but uh, I was like, I have to go to work, you know, but I was like <laughs> Oh, I wonder if, like, all these stories are the past stories of now dead people, like, mm. um, in Henry yeah, Sugar. Henry Sugar. You get the, it passed down, sort of everything, and, and now this story of a, just maybe to inspire inspiration in others, you know, like, mm. just to let this story go on. I wonder if, like, Rat Catcher and, Poison. I don't know. I saw the trailer for both of them on Netflix, just like a minute trailer for each, um, which is just a minute clip out of each of them. Um, I don't West care. Do trailers. I get you know. He's just uh, here's a minute. Out you can't of, really yeah, give away too much about a 17 yeah. minute short either. You know, uh-huh. like. But um, yeah, you can you, on Netflix right now. Both of them have like a minute clip of each of them, mm-hmm. and um, kind of seems seems that in both, someone could go. Um, in both of them, like so, right. there could be a death. I mean, one of them's called Poison. So that's true. 
Yeah, and it, it, enough poison, like enough poison in a little container to kill like millions of people or something like that. Like a <laughs> a million people could die with this amount of poison that the dude has. Oh, um, is, is what's shown. So yeah, it's I don't know. Maybe it is um, roll dolls like uh, I don't know. Kind of some. The only way these people will be remembered is if you keep telling the story of them. You know, it's like word you got to pass it down, sort of thing. Mm. Um, or they're all just completely un- separated, just cool stories to tell. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Ratcatcher is just a dude that looks like um, what's the really mean, smart farmer, the apple cider farmer. In Fantastic Mr. Fox, is that yeah, uh, Bean Fox and Bird or Bean? Yeah, Bean. Okay, Bean. Franklin Bean. Um, That's yeah, the Roll Doll one. Yeah, the Rat Catcher kind of looks like Bean um, a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. Whenever I was watching the minute, he really yeah, it looks like Bean. And then Poison the minute is just um, Dev Patel and Benedict Cumberpatch just sitting there, and there's just a a poisonous snake on his chest sleeping, and that's they just like have a conversation about how it is there and been in a comfort, like he can't get words out. He's like, uh, well, snakes. I don't know. It's just very slow to get the, the, the idea of what's happening now. And that's it. Right. Um, yeah, I looked at the cast for the rat catcher and it says that Ray Fiennes is playing rat man. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks, he, he looks, looks like, like a rat. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, I Franklin mean, Bean like, is modeled after old doll. So that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, he, he really does look like, like Franklin Bean. I don't know, has the, the same kind of coat, uh, looks, I think hair out of the ears, maybe. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if he, if he actually did, but, um, I don't know, but yeah, it is, is up there on Netflix, I think, I don't know, I thought I saw it, but now I can't see it. Um, hmm. Anyway. Yeah, well, uh, since we're talking about it a little bit, how about a quick uh, R.I.P. for uh, Michael Gammon, the uh, actor for Franklin Bean, who was uh, also, of course, uh, more famously known uh, as right. Albus that's Dumbledore. That's why it was coming up in my brain. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, I don't think he voiced Franklin Bean. No, uh, he yeah. was also Leary Draculius in uh, The Life Aquatic, so a little bit of a Wes mm. Anderson collaborator there uh, in those couple. But uh, yeah, super sad, super sad. Uh, R.I.P. to Michael Gambon because uh, mm-hmm. man, did some shit, did some shit. Love, love the role of Franklin. Yeah, he's looking. It's good to see you guys today. Hello, how are you? You're looking well, yes. You know, that, that whole thing, and they're like, oh, yes, yes, we're quite fine, you know. Just, you know. Him freaking any, out. Any Fox problems, you know? Yeah. Uh, Honey, get me three excavators and two bottles yeah. of Amazon. <laughs> or, you know, I've been calling in all the... All Our the, combined all the force of 118 men. What was his wife's name? It's not, I don't know, something like that. Pay or... I I don't know if it was Honey or like if you just called her Honey or if it was like right, her actual right. whatever, but yeah, no, yeah, fantastic in that role as uh, Franklin Bean. So just wanted to give him a quick little R.I.P. There, you know, the only way that we can remember these people is by breathing life into their work. So always mm-hmm. remember him for the work he did in film, at the very least, as a fan of his work. Um, also, was Uncle Pastuzo in Paddington, which you know I love. Uh, you know I fucks with Paddington too. Um, mm-hmm. Indeed. 
so I've gotten there, but I know you do fuck with it, indeed. That I love is Patterson for sure. Too. Um, I do know that. But hopefully now, we got... now he's in the place where the rivers run with marmalade. But uh... that doesn't sound like a happy ending. If I gotta be <laughs> honest, um... <laughs> he loved marmalade. The character, anyway, he loved marmalade. Maybe uh... a happy, sad ending is what it's sounding like. Uh... Um, but. Yeah, no, no, this this one is de- more of a sad ending here. Yeah, it's a little, um, but there's that, way, that that unconquerable spirit thing that 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 message you're left with, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, never give up. You know, uh, mm. you, you know, it's just a, uh, you know, if you put your mind to it, you can become unconquerable, sort of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say this one's a little less enjoyable than. Mm. Uh, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, but I would probably argue it's a little better than the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. I would agree um, as well. It like kind of flip flopped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not too much. I because yeah, I'd not say by maybe a not ton. An eight enjoyment. Um, I don't know if it's maybe like eight five, half a point lower. Um, I don't know. Is it lower than that? Lower I mean, uh, let's let's see. Eight, I mean, uh, eight. we've the prestige. Um, eight fives or Royal Tenenbaums and Bottle Rocket, eight seven five Rushmore. Um, yeah, I mean, I have it right now. I only have this in my West ranking as above one West film, and that one West film is Bottle Rocket. Um, hmm. yeah, I think I just put mine right under, um, Henry Sugar. Mm. Um, for me, I I, I still kind of well, you know. Can I really say this is better than Rushmore or the Royal Tenenbaums, dude? Come on. That's that's where I was like, I would sooner watch those from a pure place of how it makes me feel. I would watch Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums, Isle of Dogs, all that before that's I'd watch fair. this one. You know, uh, That's fair. I would watch this sooner than Bottle Rocket, personally. Um, and that's the only one. You know, That's the only one I could feel comfortable. So it came to 12 out of 13. On, on the West ranking. And that's saying a lot because Bottle Rocket made my top 100 that we just did. So now we've got 13 West films that would be in that, um, which is. I don't even know if I could put it above Bottle Rocket. I guess they're different. Bottle Rocket, I don't know. I think it might be below. Might be on the, the last of the list. Yeah. I mean, it's, me. it's 17 minutes. You know, there's only so much you can get out of it. But, um, no, yeah. I, I think um, that's the thing. Is that that's this is the bottom of the barrel and oh my oh my god oh my god it's uh, fucking great you know yeah. uh yeah yeah but I'd I'd say Bottle Rocket would be the only one to kind of maybe give it a run for its money and that's mm. that's at an eight five um, then how about how about we just go ahead and throw it an eight five there yeah. go ahead and tie it with that since I have it above you have it below just split the difference I can dig I can dig critical um eight two five for Henry Sugar I think. Or at least at an eight five or eight seven five here um, for this one. And we have a gap between the. Uh, we have French Dispatch at an eight five. Mm. Um, French Dispatch. And frankly, you know, something I can give this credit for that I think uh, it kind of works in a similar way to the French Dispatch is that it does a lot of incredible character work in short spans of story. You know, which mm-hmm. I think Roebuck Wright and. Uh, you know, uh, oh, what was Francis McDormand's oh. character's name? Oh, Lucinda Kremitz. 
that was uh that was her. You would have been getting it before um, me. And then J.K. Albaronson for Tilda Swinton, who I don't think they do a lot of character work for a, a lot in the French Dispatch, but they focus mm-hmm. more on uh, Benicio del Toro's character in that one. Um, Moses Rosenthaler. Yeah, Moses Rosenthaler. Zeffirelli. Um, yeah, Zeffirelli. He gets so like I think uh, you know French Dispatch probably is a little bit more of a sound comparison for this one. I don't know that I could personally tell you it was. I couldn't tell you critically it's better than the French Dispatch. I don't know. Does it? Do we have anything 875? We do not. I don't know. I don't know if That's I can say. Well, it's tight. 85's across dispatch. the board. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I can put it above. The French Dispatch is pretty freaking good, dude. Pretty fire. Like, it's pretty great. I love I love it. So it ties it with Henry Sugar. Um, yes, both it does in the end. Um, that's just how it works out. They sacrificed a little bit of vibrancy and and uh, cool story for a little bit of a more feely feel story that mm-hmm. hits a little harder in shorter amount of time. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And uh, man, with a couple of eight fives, it makes me look forward greatly to what we've got coming in the Rat Catcher mm-hmm. and Poison. Uh, oh yeah. Because uh, those are those are doing rather nicely, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about those on Monday. Do I stay up till midnight, or do I just? I don't think it's out at midnight. I think it would be two a.m. Oh, it is midnight Pacific, which is two a.m. here. Which is two a.m. Never mind. I don't know if I'm staying up till two. That's just if I'm up at. Yeah, you know, like you stay up till two a.m. for a fifteen minute short. This is true. Would be a comfortable sleep and probably some pretty cool dreams after a West Short, though. That's true. That's true. But think about when you wake up tomorrow morning. You're right. It's going to be much more comfortable. It's a much here. These are morning shorts, you know? I'm not trying to watch these. I'm trying to wake up and start my day with this shit. You're right. You are correct. I will wait for the morning. Uh, We'll be back Monday to cover them both, but good good little weekend. Wow. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. No, it was so funny, you know, thinking about a year ago. About a year ago when I'm like uh you know I haven't I haven't even really discovered Wes Anderson's films yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, Oh, a new Star Wars thing. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Forget about for forget about anything else. Star Wars This week it was like a new Wes Anderson. Oh yeah, there's a new Star Wars thing this week. And you know, Ahsoka. like uh, there's yeah. also Ahsoka, but we yeah, got well, Wes is the, under the magnifying glass this uh, this week. Yeah, that's for sure. No, it's like I guess was... I'll kill time by watching the new Star War. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, to get to to get to Wednesday so that I can watch Wes. Yeah, exactly. which will kill time for the finale of Ahsoka. It's perfect. There you go. There you go. It's, it's a it's a it's give perfect, and take. It's the perfect yeah. circle. It's the circle oh. of life. Um, we're eating right now we are we are eating good and uh we'll carry this momentum with wes anderson straight into another director's spotlight with Mm -hmm. martin scorsese in anticipation of killers of the flower moon um and we get much better we can't we can't we cannot uh next wednesday we start our scorsese spotlight with the king of comedy we continue it Friday with After Hours. And then the weeks after that, on Wednesday and Friday, we've got uh, Casino and Gangs of New York. And then Shutter Island and The Irishman. 
So we've got a lot to look forward to in anticipation of Killers of the Flower Moon, and I am so very excited. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content. For $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money, and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. And 50 hours at this point is a low ball. I've been saying that for a good year. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't even, I, I just stopped counting. Now. Yeah, yeah, I've just stopped up, counting. It's up there somewhere. At uh, least, you put at least in there, so you're covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's huge. It, it, you know, like I said, uh, it's, it's a big help. Um, and I appreciate it greatly. Uh, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review and to continue downloading. Uh, we've had a good couple of months, a uh, great couple of months. September was another top five for us, another top five month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're less than a thousand downloads short of my goal for the year. Um, mm-hmm. And with a few months to spare, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Feeling pretty good about it. So uh, I'm very, very excited. Um, remember to stand in solidarity with SAG after as their strike continues. The WGA mm-hmm. has been resolved and they've uh, they've won, which is very very good. The studios gave in and presented them with a deal that the writers found suitable, and uh, I appreciate that. And I hope that the mm-hmm. actors get the same treatment. I hope that they don't. Uh, I hope the solidarity prevails and their their support for one another uh, pushes them through to the point where they get the deal they deserve. Um. Yeah, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And he dived toward the light and spread his wings.